Welcome to Little Detours with Regina Brett, where in 10 minutes or less, you get tips, tools, and takeaways to help you love yourself, your life, and everyone in it. Thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Regina Brett. Whenever I visit a bookstore or library, I leave with a stack of books. People always ask, where do you find time to read? You make time. When Barack Obama was president, he read every night before going to bed. Bill Gates reads nearly a book a week. Mark Zuckerberg reads one every two weeks. Well, if you're going to be a writer, you have to be a reader. Reading is our secret handshake. A library card is our proof of membership in this grand fellowship. Words are the tools of our craft, so how can you not read? Books take you places you didn't want to go, and then you don't want to leave. If your heart is running out of joy, a book can fill you up. If you're a writer who's stuck, someone else's words can jumpstart you. Just when I think I'm the only one on the planet who's ever felt this sad or lonely or troubled, I find a poem or a song to match. As long as somebody else felt it too, I feel better. C.S. Lewis once wrote that people read to know they're not alone. So which writers do you read? Pay attention. The books you read may help you find and clarify your own voice, or at least give you the courage and permission to tell your truth. Some people think reading is dead. The internet's changed the way we read, making it harder for people to read long books. We squander away the hours we once spent on books skimming social media and surfing the web. For a brief time, that happened to me. I started to read a book, and pretty soon I had the urge to check Facebook and got sucked down the rabbit hole looking at photos of my friend's new grandbaby, the cutest puppy in the world wearing sunglasses, a cat opening a toilet lid to pee, a questionnaire to find out which sandwich you are, and an ad for clothing for book lovers who want a text from a favorite book plastered all over a t-shirt. Hey, why not? Maybe then we'd actually read it. What's a book lover to do? Unplug. I had to do it. I used to read a book a week, and then it slipped to two a month. My mind wandered, usually over to my iPhone to look up something on Pinterest. Then hours later, it was bedtime. Too many of us are consumed by friends on Facebook who turn every meal into a still-life painting. We spend less time with our children, but know 100 ways to redecorate our bedrooms on Pinterest. Too busy to read? There's always time. Just turn off CNN, Fox, and Facebook. Once I unplugged, I found myself reading a book a week. How people read a book says a lot about them. I don't know what any of it means, but it means something. It might mean I'm dyslexic or Jewish. When I pick up a new book, I start at the back and read the ending first. That's how I judge a good book, not by the first paragraph, but by the last one. Most people think that would ruin a good book, but you'd be surprised you actually forget the ending once you're absorbed in the book. That kind of love that trumps food, sex, and sleep, that's the kind you find in a book. The kind that leaves you with a hangover when you finish the last line at three in the morning. Books intoxicate me. Surrounded by authors, I breathe in their names and get tipsy before I crack open the covers. I'm always binging on books. When I'm in a bookstore, it's like an alcoholic in a liquor store. I can't stop at one book. I always leave with a stack. I use an index card as a bookmark, a big four by six card. I jot down the title, the author, and all the great quotes when I discover them. The best books require about three index cards. The more cards, the better. If I reach the end of a book and the card is empty, I usually toss the book out and recycle it. No one else should have to suffer through it. 
So I offer a few simple tips I call Regina's Rules for Reading. One, no homework. My number one reading rule, no boring books. People brag about getting through Ulysses as if they volunteered for a root canal. You shouldn't have to force yourself to read. A book shouldn't feel like homework. Don't read anything that feels like homework unless you still get report cards. Next rule, set a healthy limit. Give a book 40 pages. If it doesn't wow you by then, it's not going to. If a book doesn't grab you by page 40, it's history. Even if I paid $19.95 for it, it's not worth another minute of my life. It might wow someone else, so I pass it along. A friend of mine suggested this. Take your age and subtract it from 100. The amount left, that's how many pages to give a book before you give up on it. I'm always surprised by people who stick with a book they hate. Reading should not feel like a chore. Next rule, agree to disagree. Just because everyone else loves a book doesn't mean you will. Just because a book was declared a classic doesn't mean you'll love it. I'm supposed to love James Joyce because I'm Irish. I tried. I read A Portrait of an Artist as a Young Man. Nope. Finnegan's Wake. Nah. Ulysses. Nope. I loved when women were birds. Half the women in my book group hated it. The other half loved it. We nearly had fistfights. Best book club meeting ever. Next rule. Always read more than one book at a time. I think it takes the pressure off of one book. I always have a handful going at once. Something for my funny bone, like, where'd you go, Bernadette? Something for my brain, like, my promised land. And something for my soul, like, the untethered soul. Next rule. Make the book yours. Own it. Turn down the corners on the girl on the train. Highlight the best parts of wind, sand, and stars. Draw exclamation marks on the sidelines of Gone Girl. Circle the parts you love in the story hour. Underline the paragraphs that knock your socks off in The Fault in Our Stars. Just make sure they're not library books. Next rule, try different genres. Children's books, poetry, novels, mysteries, short stories, plays, essays, biographies, history, religion, self-help, autobiographies. Give it all a chance. Next, hang out at the library. Support your local library. Free books. Need I say more? Borrow them by the dozen. Return them on time, or at least pay your fines on time. Join a book club. It will force you to read books out of your comfort zone. And you don't realize how small your zone is until someone recommends an author you've never heard of that everyone else in the book group has already read except you. My last rule, read deliberately. Choose books over Facebook, Angry Birds, or TV. Some people love House of Cards. I prefer House of Books. Some people love Dancing with the Stars. I love reading the stars. Any author who can get a book published is a star in my book. Thanks for listening to Little Detours with Regina Brett. I'm grateful you joined me and hope you keep coming back. You can subscribe to Little Detours with Regina Brett at Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. And while you're there, please give me a rating and review so I can reach even more people. If you want more inspiration, head to my website, reginabrett.com. While you're there, sign up to receive weekly inspiration for all of life's little detours. Thanks again for listening. Now go make something.